I think goal setting is an extremely underrated part of the training process. Mm. Without a goal, you really don't have any purpose behind your training. Mm. How would you know what body parts to work, what movements to work on, what weights to use, what reps to use, everything. Mm -hmm basically comes down to working towards your goal. So if you have no goal, if you haven't set a goal, you're, what are you training for? You're doing random exercises, yeah. random weights for no specific reason. You need to have a goal in the first place to decide all of those things. If your goal is to train for like a sport, for example, volleyball or something like that, something where there's a lot of jumping, like basketball, volleyball, mm -hmm. anything like that, you're gonna wanna train Mm. Your legs specifically, and then breaking down that even further, you're going to want to use explosive movements to mm -hmm. try and increase your vertical jump. What do you think needs to come first when you're setting a goal? Like, do you need to set the physical goal of exactly what you're going to hit by when? Or do you need to find the, the emotion behind it? I think, personally, I find it a lot easier to determine the, the reason first. Mm -hmm. For example, I want to get... I want to work at becoming a better rugby player or I want to bring my chest up because I feel like I'm lacking in that area. And then from there, I can say, why do I want to do that? Because mm -hmm. I'd feel more confident because I feel that body part is lacking. Mm -hmm. And also I can say, well, in order to do that, then my sort of next step down in the ladder would be to look at how I'm going to get there. So set goals around I need to do this many sets of chest per week mm -hmm. to bring up that body part. So start off with the larger goal of I want to build my chest up and then use that to find the, mm -hmm. the reason behind it. And also the smaller goals of actually sort of choosing what to do to, yeah. to do, get there. So breaking it down into monthly. Yeah, break it down into something. Quarterly, monthly. Physical and, and doable with a timeline. And then I think reassessing. Reassessing is a big part of the goal setting yeah. as well. So how often, well, I think two weeks is good to measure at least, even like weekly, depending on what it is. Yeah, I think there should be a few different increments of time mm. that you reassess. So yeah. you mean you set a fortnightly goal, set a monthly goal, set a half yearly yeah. goal. Finding your purpose behind your goal, having intention. You know, like what's, what's the intention behind what you're doing? Yeah. Because action will follow, always follow the intention. You need to intend to do something first and then the action will follow. Yeah. The result is always going to be in your mind first. Like you need to become that person in your mind before you you get that physical result. Yeah. You got to be able to see it first before mm. it can become a reality. And how do, how do you see it? What's the first step in having a clear vision of what you want and why? The questions you're asking? Yeah. I believe what you're you asking think? yourself. Yeah, I think the first step, you're saying the first step to deciding what you want for yourself, mm. your goal is. Yeah. Yeah, I think you need some some time for some self-reflection mm -hmm. to understand what you want and what would make you happy. Yeah. We're all so full of excuses, like on autopilot. We can, the easiest thing in the world is to find excuses for why you can't do things. Yeah. And if you're true. conscious of them, you're not. they're not going to have power over you. Far easier to find an excuse than it is to actually do what, what advice would you give to yourself who's like, let's say you just finished high school and you don't know much. You just know you want to go to the gym and you want to, you know, put on some muscle mass, you want to look better. Yeah, I think, you know, you want that validation. Yeah. The first thing I could tell myself <laughs> is that you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought I knew a lot when I was that age, and I just I thought I knew how to train. I thought I knew how to how to eat, but really I had no idea compared to what I've learned now. And I still feel like I've got a long a long yeah. way to go and a lot more to learn. Yeah, but definitely. So yeah, right now in front of you, you've got your eighteen year old self right here, just finished high school. Yeah, definitely. What would you seek, say to him? Seek advice from people who know more than you. Be willing to learn. Yeah, be willing to learn, but not only be willing to learn, actually seeking information. Because I always have been fairly willing to learn, but not necessarily going out of my way to get that information. Mm-hmm. So if someone told me something, I'm, I'm open to listening to it and seeing what I think of it before judging it too quickly. But I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way in the past to actually seek guidance. Yeah, seek guidance and find different opinions. You made some fucking really good gains in like six months. Like, mm. you said was that the fastest? When I was younger, yeah, I thought I knew a lot about training and I thought I knew, I thought I was doing things with proper technique because I'd watch a YouTube video or two mm-hmm. or maybe some vlog of like a fitness influencer type person. Just assume I was doing it right. And I'm only training with my mates or my brother who don't know any better either. You start, like, when you're that young, yeah. you can move a lot of weight with bad form, with really bad form, and mm. it doesn't really... Catch up with you. Yeah, it doesn't catch up with you, and you don't feel too bad mm. afterwards. You feel some muscle soreness, but it's doing deadlifts with bad form doesn't really... You can get away with a lot, man. Yeah, you can, when you're young, yeah, it doesn't really slow you down too much. But, like, that's one of the reasons to not learn, because the longer you're doing it with... The longer you do it with bad form, the longer it's going to take to unwire that. Yeah, definitely. And then the bigger toll it's going to take on your body, the longer you do it as well. You're much better off taking the time. Like, you're going to learn so much quicker not having ever done that movement than someone who's been doing it wrong for ages because they've got to unlearn that. Mm. And that's just like, that's a lot of mental energy to do that. Yeah. And in saying that, it's not like, you have to do it this exact specific way or you're doing it wrong. There's mm. a lot of different ways to do a lot of movements, but there's also ways that are going to damage yeah. your body over time. And it's good to see, like, that's the direction that things are going in. Like, a few years ago, like, not that long ago, like, everyone in the gym would have terrible form and no one cared. Mm. Now it's like, oh, like, you want to help them? But then again, I don't really know. I haven't been in a commercial space for a while. So yeah. it's just like... You know, if I see someone doing something here that it's, they're going to hurt themselves, I'll generally go up and I'll see if they want help and hopefully they'll be willing to take some advice. Usually they are pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot to be said about the value of a coach and especially a good coach. Mm. There's a lot of not so great coaches out there. Yeah. One of the uh-huh. things I'm glad that we had a huge focus on here mm. is the quality of, of coaches. Yeah. I remember I almost was like ashamed of being a PT when I started that it was like really yeah. hard for me to sell because all my experiences were like so negative. Definitely. There's definitely some connotations that come with saying mm. you're a personal trainer. Yeah. They're like, oh, you charge what, like at least like $50 a half an hour just to like motivate people. Like, no. Yeah. Like that's not what you should be paying for. It should be a good coach should be continuously teaching you because they're continuously learning yeah they'll keep coming because they keep they keep learning mm. but also you want like your intention should be to help that person to have that confidence to train on their own and have that autonomy to you know lift and do the movements on their own yeah but you might be you know continue continuously learning i think that's 
a bad coach. You don't, I don't like, like want to say bad, but like if if their mindset is like I want to have this person keep coming back to me for as long as possible. Mm. Um, so like I, I don't drip, want to feed them. Yeah, information. I, yeah, drip. Yeah, drip feed them. Like teach, take fucking six months to like tell them that they're confident to squat. Like you need me. Like that comes from a place of neediness. Like it's like, and you can feel that. Yeah. You can feel the energy of like, how can I make the most amount of money off this person? It's like. Oftentimes you're going to drive people away as well because they'll feel that. Like eventually mm. they'll feel that you don't have their best intentions at heart. Yeah, hundred percent. I remember what it was like when I was getting coaching, and you're going there and you're already in your mind. You're like, oh, this guy's going to tell me that I'm doing this wrong and I'm doing this. It's like you're just stressing about it the whole time. Mm. It's not going to be a good session. Mm. You're just going to be worried about what you're doing wrong the entire yeah. time. Find that balance between telling people you need to fix this, this, and this, but building them up at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And you're doing... Yeah, so technique always should be number one. You know, your ability to do the movement is your ability to progress. If you can get better and stable in that position, that's the difference between you obviously making the most out of it, activating and creating as much muscle damage as you can with that movement in a safe manner. Having that good technique is what's gonna allow you to do that extra one or two reps because you're efficient. Yeah. And because you could do those extra one or two reps that you may have been unable to do before because you were limited by your bad technique, that's the reps that made you grow. Yeah. And consistently over time, that's how you progressed. Mm. Whereas a massive plateau is technique. Not, yeah, not, it, not just that, but even with the wrong technique, you could be not working the muscles you actually think you're trying to work. For example, with a row, like a cable row, like if you're leaning right forward and then coming all the way back, like you might yeah. be just using biceps and traps yeah. for the majority of that. Yeah, and people think that's like a safe exercise, like you can't really fuck it up, but... um, I mean, you probably won't hurt yourself, but you're just not yeah. necessarily gonna be working what you think mm -hmm. you're working. Like we can all be getting so much more out of the movements than we think we can. Like. Yeah. You can look at two people and, and to a lot of people, they we're doing the exact same exercise and it looks identical to someone who hasn't watched a lot of training, but it could be completely different, completely different. Like a, a cable row is a good example of that. Like yeah. you can tweak it and 50 kilos can feel like 100 and mm. you're just getting massive squeeze. Yeah. Whereas you could be just rowing it and just not much intention or thought behind what you're doing and it's just everything's involved mm. and it's, you're getting a little bit of everything, but you're not actually getting the desired result of that movement. Yeah, and speaking about 50 kilos feeling like 100, sometimes if you're doing the movement properly, you're actually gonna have to drop the weight back down and do less than you were doing before, which may seem like you're not progressing mm -hmm. going backwards, but really you're putting a lot more focus on one particular muscle or group of muscles. Mm -hmm. Whereas before you were spreading that load out onto biceps and traps mm -hmm. <laughs> where, it, where it shouldn't that's be. That's a common one. Yeah, that is a very common one. But that's, see people, you know, maxing out cable machines and things here and you can't help but think if you did that movement with a bit more precision, better technique maybe. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say that people's technique is wrong, but yeah, it's there's, like... there's not a lot of machines that you're going to be able to max out in the gym. If you're doing the movement correctly, yeah, like they have big weight stacks and they're a lot yeah. bigger than most people are gonna build up to in their weightlifting career. Yeah, 
Yeah, unless you're like absolute elite of the elite. Some some machines, yeah, definitely people will get close to maxing out or max mm. them out, but there's really yeah. not a lot of them if you're yeah. doing the movement correctly. I think with dumbbells, it could be one thing that... Dumbbells, you, yeah. Yeah, because there's so many things. Like, you know, you can gobble at school with a dumbbell. You yeah. Can, you can you can go quite heavy on some things. Yeah, and I mean, if you're a big bench presser, then yeah, you're probably going to max out the dumbbells at, at your gym or mm. at this gym. Definitely there's people that could max out on those. Mm. I'm talking about more pin-loaded yeah. equipment. Plate-loaded, obviously, you can't max that out because you can just keep stacking plates on literally, unless you, you run can. out of room on there. <laughs> you literally... It's, that's superhuman. Mm. Depends how thick your plates are. Yeah. If you've got cast iron plates, good luck. <laughs> that goes back to what we were talking about before with the, if there's something you could tell yourself as an 18-year-old mm. now. Yeah. Definitely take technique. Get some help. A lot more seriously, yeah. Get someone who knows what they're doing to watch what you're doing. Because mm. when I was in Don't school be... still, I was squatting about 120 kilos for three reps but looking back at that they were terrible reps mm. and uh, if there was a trainer there or something they should not have there was a trainer that. there <laughs> yeah there was a trainer there he didn't seem to care <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um they like they weren't they weren't that bad but they were definitely not good either yeah and in the coming years after that, the weights I was squatting actually went down, but the form got a lot better. And there's still, there's always room for improvement. My squats are still improving. I'm still working on my technique. Mm. Every week I'm working on the technique. There's always so no improve. Yeah, it's never perfect. That's the fun of it. It's like, you can always be doing better. Yeah. You can always be doing better. And it gets down to smaller and smaller tweaks. Same with anything, but always working on the technique and it doesn't really matter how advanced you are, you can always, someone could probably point out some small things you could change to mm. do a movement better. I mean, maybe not, maybe you've got it almost perfect, but that's highly unlikely. Yeah, there's not, there's not even, there's really not, even like the strongest people in this gym, like, like there's one guy who's benching like 100, sorry, 210 for like four or five, like ridiculous amount of weight, a very high level lifter and I pointed out something, like he's a lot stronger than I am, but there was like some clear problems and he was like, yeah, I know. Mm. Like he, he, he was aware of that problem, but he, he didn't he didn't want to change it because yeah. it meant dropping the weight down. Yeah, I had to drop my bench down, my, my squat way down, my deadlifts right down and really just focus on technique. But I'm glad I did because now I'm starting to get back up to mm. those same weights I was at before and it feels way better. Yeah, and your physique's Definitely improved a lot. Definitely, yeah. And it's like you've, you're using less weight, but you've, you're pull, placing more stress in the muscle where you want it, mm. and you're progressing more with less weight. Yeah. And like, obviously, it's safer as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I think weight, shifting weight isn't the number one priority. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to get caught up in that. That is definitely something I did when I was younger, mm -hmm. is just focus on the weight. Yeah. There's, no, there's a number of ways to overload. And it doesn't mm. have to be weight. And all the time, weight isn't the best way to do it. Yeah. It is great. It's a great tool to use, but you can get caught up in it and that a lot of the time that shouldn't be the focus. Yeah. Depends what the movement is. Um, like you can progressively overload on, on other movements while improving your technique on other ones. Yeah. Things that are safe, you know, things that are, are supported whether there isn't a whole lot of room for error. And also with the technique, I think it's important to be able to take advice not based on someone, what someone looks like. 
especially if you're looking for a trainer. Often the best trainers and don't necessarily look like a bodybuilder, but would mm. know more than yeah. most bodybuilders would. And and then there's the opposite of that, like there's people who just get on it and just they look, look great. They don't know anything and they just rely on their looks for clients. Yeah, like and the whole look, training style just because is just you, motivation. Yeah, <laughs> just because you, yeah, exactly. Just fucking more, more, more. Mm. Like, oh no, what you're doing is great. It's like just because you got yourself a result doesn't mean anything. Mm. No, doesn't mean you did it the best possible way. Yeah, but then again, no one's no one is ever doing anything the absolute best possible way I don't think like, no and new information is always coming out as well mm. that's why it's important to be learning all the time because something you might have been teaching for two years has suddenly revealed that that is actually not the best way yeah. to do it you have to be open to yeah. new ideas as well yeah. because you can't just read one yeah, thing you, and like that's the way I'm going to train for the rest of my life you've got to be willing to be wrong yeah you know the cost of being a great coach is embarrassment well to be great at anything really but obviously if it's your promote. Uh, your profession it can be a bit hard because you see yourself as an authority but yeah, a really great coach will always be looking for better ways and won't be attached to their ideas and how they do things yeah definitely in this industry things change rapidly mm. and the perceived or known like best way to do things changes mm. a lot yeah and that's not it's, like, it's literally everything like it's not just coaching but coaching is a great example like the people who just claim to know it all once you don't want to be learning from because you're going to run out of things to learn from them. There's a scale. There's definitely a scale of how much you think you know. A, a complete beginner thinks they know almost everything mm -hmm. and the more that they learn, this is legitimate mm. um, yeah, scale. You, the more you learn, the less you think you know because you. the more you realise there is to know about that thing. Mm. And then probably the amount of times you have to change what you believe depending on new information. Yeah. It's like you, you can't have your ego caught up in it. Yeah. You really can't. Like you can't be attached. You can't. You just yeah, you can't have an ego around it. Like being being the best is. If you want to be the best, you have to be willing to not know and have that mindset all the time. Yeah. But you, it might have been right at the time, mm. and then new information. Depending on what you knew. You have to accept like oh that's the information on this has changed. I now know this as well, which changes the what's right. Yeah. Or what's the best? So always be willing to learn. Yeah. Number one. That goes with anything, not mm. just not just training. Definitely. Be surprised how much better you could get at your job or just your daily life if you're always mm. willing to learn. And access to information is not an excuse anymore. Oh, 100%. You've got everything you could ever want at the mm. touch of a button. Yeah. Wait till Neuralink comes out, it'll just be in your brain. <laughs> I know how to squat now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, just try and find a a reason behind what you're doing that isn't so superficial. Yeah. Like a lot of it, you know, young boys, like they haven't, they're trying to find their way in the world and what they're doing. And they don't, a lot of the time, don't have a lot of um, authentic confidence. Like mm. they haven't done anything yet that they've given themselves permission so they can get real caught up in superficial things. Yeah. Like I think we've all been guilty of it. Yeah. Um, it's like they just want to look better, they want to be bigger and stronger than their mates. Yeah, they want more girls to look at them. You want girl attention? Yeah. Girls really don't care about what you look like. Yeah. Some do, but you get a lot of you get a lot more guy <laughs> yeah. attention than you will girl attention. Same with the beard. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've actually gotten way more compliments since I shaved my beard yesterday <laughs> than I did from any women. <laughs> but yeah, don't get caught up in that. Try and find something else that resonates to you on a bit deeper level than just being bigger than your mates. Like try and mm. think about 
you know, the confidence that you can you can gain from it. You need a you goal know, from doing something hard that you, you didn't think you could do before. Yeah. Because you did that and you built the habits necessary to get that result, you know, you had to become more disciplined, you had to structure eating, you, you know, you had to believe in yourself to push yourself to lift that those heavier weights and, and do more than you did last week. Like you don't you don't know like you don't have any evidence to tell you that yes you can do it. You just have to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um if you can build those habits in the gym to get the result, then you, you can you can build confidence and you can you can take the habits mm. and carry them over to any any endeavor that's important to you. Yeah, you need goals and habits mm. that are going to grow with you. Because mm. if your if your goal is just get bigger than my mates, once you get there, you're, you're done. You don't yeah. you don't need to train. And you're not anymore. any happier at all. Like it's not going to make you happy. Like you're going to enjoy the process of it. The word is permission. Give yourself permission to do other things. I want to be the best possible version of myself. Yeah, you need to constantly reevaluate and and keep reaching for something for something bigger. Keep pushing yourself. Yeah, and that again comes down to the questions you're asking yourself, mm. like daily. What are you, you know, auditing your thoughts around what you're doing? Gym is a good reason to start doing that. Um, so if you can use that as a means to build these these habits and greater levels of awareness around your intentions around what you're doing. Like we got the, um, that's like why, why the training journal was was created. Because it was like, what would I give myself? Like what would be the perfect tool to give myself if I wasn't getting coaching? Or even if I was getting coaching as well, like as an, as an 18 year old, to, to make it a bit more meaningful what I am doing in the gym. What, what, what are you grateful for today? You know, when, when you're grateful, and you're thinking about all the things that you have and you're feeling abundant, you're not going to make excuses because you realise you have all the tools, you know, you got access to food, you live in a good country, you got friends and family, you know, you, you have, you, everyone has someone that, that cares, even if you feel like you don't, everyone does. Like, you have these things, you have these tools necessarily, like, straight away. Excuses are gone if you ask that question. Then then you're, you're more grateful in general, then you see other opportunities. Mm. Once your excuse is gone, you still have to have that underlying reason to mm. stay motivated. Yeah. And also, you want to build those habits. So you not only have the motivation, but you have the discipline to mm. do it when you're not motivated. Yeah. It's like, what did you? What did I do well today? I did this. This was good. It's like, what are you grateful for and why? What did you do well? What bad habits hold you back? Where did you limit yourself and how are you thinking? How did that reflect in your behaviours? Jim is just one reason to start asking yourself these questions. What damaging thoughts slipped by my awareness that I need to be more conscious of? Like, how, how did you? How are you speaking to yourself? Mm. How, how is that serving you? How is that impacting your time in the gym? Are you, you know, training hard but then going home and then eating like shit? You know, having that discipline, that structure, that's gonna anything you want to do. It's gonna you need those things. What motivated me to be better? Like, what's your motivation? Have I been the kind of person I wanted to be? Did you act and think in alignment with the person you know in your heart you can be? Why, why not? And who do you need to be to achieve it? Like, you've got to become that person with the result before you will get the result. Before you see that physical reflection, you've got to have the habits and the mindset of that person first. That reminds me of something I read that was talking about acting based on what you think that type of person would do. So a healthy person who goes to the gym every day and eats a good diet, you gotta be thinking like you're already that person. Yeah, you're already healthy. Yeah, so if you're trying to do that and you don't currently, then make your decisions based off you think mm. what you think that person would do. And it's like as soon as you start asking yourself that question, you're, you're tapping into that timeline of that person. 
you're shifting, you're making that shift, but just by asking yourself a new question and not just asking it, but like really feeling it and you're doing it, like feeling the emotion behind it. Like, yeah. Once you do that continuously yeah. and always ask yourself, what would that person do? Mm. Once you do that consistently, you become that person. And you, it's not just like once, it needs to be often. You know, the more you do it, yeah. the more you're gonna rewire it. And it's over weeks it's and months. Yeah, repetition, repetition. What am I asking myself today? You need to um, identify as that type of person. Mm. How, how are the, what are the questions that I'm asking already as well? Like, well, what is the cost of those? Like, if, if you ask yourself a, a negative question, you're gonna get a negative result. Like, oh, why does this keep happening to me? Mm. Mm. You gotta take responsibility you know, for yeah. everything. Take responsibility. Okay, what is this teaching me? What have I learned from it? These, these things are more powerful than anything, really. Mm. Because if you ask them, you'll figure everything else out. You gotta identify as that person too. So instead of yeah. saying, like, I'm a person that doesn't go to the gym and doesn't eat right, but I'm just gonna try and go to the gym mm. and eat right. You're yeah. like, no, I actually, I go to the gym yeah. and I eat well. Yeah, it's actually like this quote I heard yesterday. Um, it's like, you cannot, you cannot outperform your own self-image. Like, yeah. If you still feel and think that way, you know these stories that you tell yourself about who you are and why, you can change them, but it's just going to take repetition. Yeah, yeah and you, you got to really feel it. Like that's like the number one ticket. It's like you can try and you know, I'm I'm happy and really good. Everything's awesome, but you feel like shit. Like, <laughs> it's not going to work. Like you've got to practice feeling these these emotions, regardless of what's happening to you externally. Like you're gonna have all these reasons why you can't do things. And yeah, they're true, like, cause, but you found evidence and you've, mm. you've got this belief there. But when you slow down, you relax and you, you can alter it. It's like, what, what do I wanna experience more of? What do I wanna feel like? Let's just practice that, like just practicing. You're mastering yourself in, in that regard. Like that's like what self-mastery is, isn't it? Yeah. But you've gotta keep that. You've gotta be able to maintain that elevated state throughout the day and when you, you come through those challenges or you're tested and you, you something comes up and you just, that will pull you back into that old way of thinking. Mm. That's the challenge. It's like, that's why the questions come in like, what damaging thoughts that I have again today that, that pulled me back that I need to be more conscious of? I think people gravitate towards, they gravitate towards thoughts and actions based around the type of person they think they are mm. and they'll also of some kind of subconscious goal, I think, based mm. on the person who you think you are. Yeah. So if you're telling yourself you want to go to the gym five days a week, but you still think that you're like a lazy person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your lazy. subconscious yeah. goal is to is to continue to be lazy, mm. and you're just basically doing it by force, external motivation. Yeah. You're forcing yourself, which you can only do for a limited amount of time. Yeah. That's just going to get so tiring. Like you want it to feel and become natural over time. Yeah. You want to become yeah, there that is a, type of person. There, there, there will be some forcing. Yeah. Like it's but, changed. Change is yeah. Hard. That's why it's hard, but that's where going to the gym for the sake of it isn't going to work forever. You know, it needs to come, become natural. It needs to become part of who you are and who you identify with and, it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger is a great example. You know, you listen to him talk. He, he was the best bodybuilder in the world long before it reflected back to him. Like he had the habits. He just believed it. Like he had no reason to. Like he wasn't a jack child or anything. <laughs> yeah. Maybe had a little bit more than usual, but like he just believed it. Mm. And his habits reflected it. And then you can influence your, your genetics through, through how you feel. Mm. And on, on default, just from the programs that you have installed from the people around you 
that you've unconsciously absorbed, it might be negative and it might be not serving you and it might be really detrimental to you in many ways, but you can change it, but you're going to have to become aware of it. And you're going to have to put the time and energy every day to set aside, okay, how am I thinking? How am I feeling? Like, what is this costing me? And then taking that time to reflect, do your journaling, Mm. write it down, at least keep trying to think about it all the time. Yeah, self-awareness would be a huge Yeah, self-awareness. And that's literally what this has been created for. Mm. Like, I don't care if you buy it or not, but, um, well, I do, but, (laughs) because I believe in it. Like, yeah, it's everything that, being a gym owner was not natural to me for a very long time. I didn't see myself as a business owner. I was still, you know, lazy and like I could have been doing more. Like definitely could have been doing more. Like I still, everything was forced. Like I wouldn't say I was lazy. I always did things, but like it felt so forced and it was like so much energy. Like I didn't feel like I was creative for a long time. I was like told I wasn't creative. I changed that. I'm like, now I've got these ideas and then I'm, because you've had that idea, you've given yourself more evidence. Like, actually, I'm creative. I do have ideas. And mm. then you think of other things and yeah. things just naturally flow, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I remember when I was working at the hire shop and I would follow you guys on Instagram and I would always think like, wow, I can't believe he comes with all this stuff to post on Instagram and like post 20 stories every day. I was mm-hmm. like, I wish I was able to come up with that many different things to post and be able to reshare yeah. those stories. I was like, and you can. So looking from the outside in, it's a different story. Yeah. Well, it's like, that was a battle. It's like a mm. constantly reminding and it's, it's taken work for things to become and feel natural. Like, this isn't, none of it's natural yeah. for me. <laughs> but I yeah. know it's like, when I'm making a decision, I've always been able to be like, okay, am I making this out of fear or lack? Or am I making it from a possible, like a greater possibility? Even if I'm not feeling like abundant or wanting to even I might not be feeling that way I can be like okay I'm I'm making this not all the time like I'm working on it but I can decide that I'm making this decision from for the wrong reasons and then even if it doesn't feel right make the opposite decision Mm. there's a lot more reasons to not open a gym than open one (laughs) (laughs) especially now (laughs) yeah now there's fucking hundred thousand competitors you got to be able to i think the point of that was you have to be able to think greater than how you feel and practice feeling different no matter how unnatural it feels if you really want to make a change and have some kind of transformation and become a better version you have to ask yourself good questions regularly you we're guiding, trying to guide people in a way to actually make some changes to become happier yeah, and a better version of themselves. And yeah, and like obviously want it to be a happy place. Like you spend a big chunk of your free time training. We want you to feel good here and mm-hmm. you want to be happy. Like people, you have a shit day, but you walk into the gym and you, a few people say hello and you have a conversation and you train hard and you, you leave like, fuck, I feel better. I had the shittest day ever. But I come to the gym and I feel better. Like, yeah, how can we make that better and then i think when you think about those things like always just believe it it'll organically happen but also that's like i can be too far down that way of thinking that i i miss my attention is not spent on other things that's why you're great for it's like getting the systems and being super efficient and making everything run smoothly for everyone mm. Yeah, you definitely need both. Mm. You need both for it. To work. Yeah, yeah. And it, it doesn't work on its own, but mm. you know, I wasn't good at that, so delegated. We played our strengths and weaknesses, and that's that's why it, it does work. Yeah, you get so obsessed with those things that you, you you miss out on other things and other opportunities as well. Yeah, 
Yeah, that comes back to being self-aware yeah. as well. So I'm not fucking good at these things. Realize you not can't yeah. do everything. Mm. You probably could, but you're not necessarily going to be yeah, the best well, <laughs> Take me three times as long. Mm. More tangents, hey? Yeah. So yeah, remember your goal setting, understand your reasoning, become as self-aware as you possibly can. Ask yourself good questions. If you want to know some questions you should be asking yourself, that's part of the reason we created the Sanctuary Training Journal that we've been referencing. And look, you don't even need to pay us for it. There's <laughs> a free page. Will I be able to read that? Will it be back to front? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, ask those questions and then come back to me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back in the next episode. Maybe with more structure. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe less. Maybe less. With the way we're going, probably less. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh.